swim club, it's the new ghetto. I ain't no, I swing low, go past subterranean. A weed man hit me up, new geranium. A whole locker full of chips, gotta break them in. Della Talk, we are back, season 20, episode 9. The people We're, know what they're listening to, man. You know who it is. You know who it listens to. It's been 20 seasons. We're having a Yo, pre-pod do, conversation. Donate to the Teletalk Cash app to directly Facts. help the funds in Puerto Rico. Okay. I don't know if that's actually going to that, but... <laughs> Listen, it's better than Red Cross. Facts. I'll tell you that. We're having a conversation pre-pod that I said that would be a pretty interesting conversation. Yeah, we were talking about whether Ruby Rose is the baddest in the game. And the answer is no. Right, the scientists exist. Um, <laughs> Mariah, we were talking about... <laughs> listen, man, she does exist. <laughs> we yeah. were talking about how a she, lot you know, of she cultures... She gotta stop um, tweeting from Young Thug's page. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how a lot of cultures got away with certain breakfast foods. Not just breakfast foods in general, but like a bunch of other shit, like... If we're being honest, like, there's no way that, like, um, Los Tres Golpes should be eaten for breakfast. Okay, for those who don't not know that, that's a Dominican traditional breakfast, which is mangu, which is yep. basically mashed potato plantains, ton of right. butter in them, with fried cheese, fried eggs, and then your choice of sausage, or they, they put something else, or salami. Listen, I usually go went with a salami in my youth. Yeah. Jeez, bro, you running a daycare over there? That's not even me, bro. I don't even pay attention to those fucking niggas. This is why I don't care, dog. Listen, man, I don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> um, yeah, that shouldn't be eating for breakfast. Like, none of that. It's all. T- it's too heavy. That's what that is. It's way too... Like, I've always had this discussion. Who can eat that and then function throughout a day? Yo, I thought you were going to say you can eat that and then fuck. No, like, no. Listen, Yo, hey, what you <laughs> think is this, dog? <laughs> you talk, you're talking about the a culture of people that eat a chimney at 2 a.m. and then go and make, like, babies. Okay, but the, also the conversation that we were having is, to my knowledge, Amy Dash knows a lot more about the Mexican cuisine than I do. I just eat a lot of Mexican food. I did not know that there was a thing as... A such thing as breakfast nachos. Yeah, man. Look, they they're gonna deny it all they want. I know, like my wife hates when I call them breakfast nachos, but it's literally just breakfast nachos. They're called chilaquiles, and bro, just because you cook it like in a sauce, because they put the the chips in the the tortilla in a pan, right? Yeah. And it gets crispy, and they put a sauce on it, and then it gets soggy again. So, listen, man, it's breakfast nachos. I don't care. I guess it's not nachos if it's not a crispy chip. Does it, it does it involve crispy? cheese? Yeah, there's cheese. Okay, and there's there meat in there. Yeah, it's fucking nachos, though. That's, like, what that's exactly what it is. Yeah, like you just eating soggy nachos for breakfast, dog. That's you, it. You bro. could freak it and put an egg, but I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know if they do that. I'm pretty sure that exists. I'm pretty sure someone has cracked the fried egg over that. 100. percent Nah, have you ever seen that video that says all Mexican food is literally just tortillas, meat, and cheese? I wouldn't say that it's all Mexican food because I'm not familiar with all Mexican food, but a lot it's of Mexican, Mexican food is tortillas, food. rice, and cheese. Meat and cheese, yeah. Um, that's, all they, that's all they got over there. I respect it, though. Colombian niggas got some weird shit, too, though. What do you mean by that? You can't let them get, you can't let them get off on that shit. The fresh cheese and hot chocolate? Look, I that's think... That's some crazy <laughs> shit, talk. Look, 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 look. I don't think you understand because... 
What's wrong with that? <laughs> Dog, it, it just don't go together, man. It does I think not... it absolutely does go together. Cheese and chocolate? Listen, man, fire. Because what the thing is, is, like, the cheese is in bread. So it's not just, like, straight cheese. Oh, I thought it was straight cheese. I mean, you can. Some people do. Oh, right. <laughs> See how you trying to freak? <laughs> like, yo, no, you can. Nah, what I thought is, you get a, a, a kessel fresh, you put it in the fucking mug, and then you pour the hot chocolate over. And what I've told that... It's the tasty snack surprise at the end that you eat the fucking cheese after. That's nasty oh, as fuck, no. dog. That'd be fire. That's nasty as fuck. Yeah. Look, I know what you're talking about. It's like a shredded cheese you put at the bottom. Yeah. And then you pour the hot chocolate on there. And then afterwards, it's got all the flavor. Looking, man. It's not It's not bad. You got to give it a chance. So how, 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 how you going to bash the, the, the Mexican breakfast nachos and y'all niggas eat drinking cheese, basically? Because, listen, <laughs> my problem with um, the other two breakfasts is that, like, it's not really breakfast food. This doesn't claim to be breakfast. It's literally just, like, they're they're straight up with it. Like, yo, it's cheese and chocolate. Like, are you going to fuck with it or not? And, like, they're straight up. Because they ain't eating that shit it. for lunch. They eat it for breakfast, dog. I mean, you can. <laughs> All right. You can technically eat any of those whenever you like. It's like um, it's like a mid-meal snack, really, if we're being honest. All right, let's let's put it. Let's put the three cultures against each other. Which one would you be more likely to give your child for breakfast too? For breakfast. For breakfast. Which one is the, the most likely the choice? One. <laughs> oh, yo, that nigga gonna be big as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, is this something you got a girl beating? Because if he goes to any of my aunt's house or even like my grandma or anyone, like. Well, he getting that. If he sits at a table and says like, "Yo, what is this?" or "I don't eat that," they're gonna beat my ass. <laughs> I guess I, I I I hope you don't raise the, the child that is like, "Oh, I don't I don't speak it. I understand Spanish." Listen, man. <laughs> some sometimes I hope I never hear that ever again. <laughs> I, I I used to be that child. Now I just start talking really fast and no one corrects me. Hey. Trick of the trade right there, dog. Listen, when you when you get like, around some niggas who can really speak me, that shit, he just, <laughs> just said that shit quick. Um, Listen, man. Any barrier in language can be solved by just pointing and talking loud. Pretty much, like g- genuinely, a lot of like the 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 barrier between languages is just you can point like this. Like I want this. How much? Facts. When That's you're at the strip club and you're like her. <laughs> I mean, hey. Listen. This, this nigga on some different type of time today, dog. <laughs> when you find the Venezuelans in your Colombia, in Colombia, and you're like that one. <laughs> I think that exists in a lot of other countries as well. Um, continuing this, so this nigga don't end up being divorced by the end of this podcast. Uh, new Freddie Gibbs. I didn't. I didn't know he was dropping something. I heard this freestyle. That was pretty fire. He's dropping September thirty, so it's gonna be next week. He drops. Uh, he dropped the freestyle with Funk Flex beforehand. Does he have songs out? Like, what is this? Hold on. He doesn't have songs out. I think the freestyle is the song out. Like, no, he's got two songs out. <laughs> uh, we have talked about the songs. I don't. I don't think we particularly like the songs that, that oh, he's come yeah, out with. Yeah, the joint with Moneybag Yo. It's yeah. Not- we we likened it to be like the other Freddie Gibbs album that was in between the Madlib albums. Like it's cool, but it's not like what we go for. It was the the album that I I saw that it was like it was a shadow of a doubt. I can see that. Shadow it's like, of a it's, doubt. It's like oh, the in between. Yeah, or like that. Yeah. So he is fifteen records on here. He has Push, 
Music Soul Child. Damn, that's a good feature. Anderson Park, Ross, Moneybag Yo, Offset. That Ross feature is definitely uh, uh, a a Jeezy shot. Oh, he has DJ Paul on here too, and Scarface. I, I I like the I like the um the features that he has on here. The the typical Freddie rollout is I'm gonna go on a free whatever freestyle platform there is, and I'm just gonna wrap my ass off. And he did that shit. He smoked that phone flex shit. He he's been kind of quiet away from like um, usually with a Freddie Gibbs release. There's more to it than just music. There's some other shit. But mm-hmm. I guess he's trying to stay away from that right now. I mean, last time that shit happens, this nigga got fucking yoked up while eating some fucking eggs. Listen, man, I I can't eat eggs without checking my shoulder. Yeah, I'm like amazed. it's different. I mean, we we have been waiting for Freddie music. I, I think a lot of people genuinely just look for Freddie when he does like the collab albums with um like Madlib or Alchemist Even the and shit Alchemist like that. One. I think I think Freddie really thrives when he has. Oh, this one is his solo first producer. album since his uh, quote unquote Grammy snub. So this is his first album that. on a major label too. What the fuck label is he on? I don't know what label he's on, but I heard him say that shit on, on Twitter he's and on, I'm like, he's on, on label. Warner. Oh, he's on Warner Brother. Then yeah, you go like yeah. Uh, so, but we'll see what it, that explains some of the uh, the features that he has. Money back yo feature was kind of weird, but I, that explains a little bit more why why he has it on here. Why he also has Offset on there. Uh, yeah, listen, man. Offset will find a way to sneak onto someone's album. Hey, get that bag, dog. Like, he got another. It. He got a project coming out soon too. I'm pretty sure. He just tweeted earlier today. He's like, "Yo, should I put Juice World on the album?" <laughs> that I thought that was a strange thing to ask. Yeah. Like, he's not alive, dog. Like, that's a yeah. weird question to ask. Like, should I put him on the album? I'm pretty sure his fans are definitely going to listen to that. Like, we're not his power of attorney. Like, what if yeah. he said no? Would yeah, you like, what the fuck? That's a weird question to ask. Um. Continuing this on, on new music, Fab been dropping crazy amount of uh, mixtape freestyles. He dropped one today over the You Can't Stop the Rain, the Shaq beat. That's with, how um, I know that like Iggy. me and you be on like two different internets sometimes because I did not know Fab was doing anything. But I fuck with Fab, though. That's the difference. You don't. I fuck with Fab. Like, I fuck with... Uh, he, he's put out like two freestyles. He put out one with Dave East today. Those, that shit was fire. I fucked with it. And then he put out another one beforehand. It's called Easy. And I was like, ah... Uh, that was like one of the joints that Fab just threw out. Like it, like Fab still raps on that shit, but it's not my favorite. Um, cause he's doing it over other people's beats. This one was the Biggie and Shag. You can't stop the rain, and I like that beat a lot. So I thought he did pretty well on that beat. And him and Davies do the JD Kiss and uh, Styles P back and forth thing. So like I, I thought it was really fire. I thought I, I fucked with it. Yo, they kind of finesse taking credit for that. What? Uh, Styles P and JD Kiss. I mean, yeah, that had definitely happened beforehand. The Styles and Jada is just my point of reference. Other people say, like, um, uh, Method Man and Rap Man, and other people say, like, other people. Like, that's just my point of reference to that style of rap. If I have Jada do it, I mean, if I have, not if I have Jada, fucking Styles and Jada do the best to me out of anybody. I, I wish I was, like, a super, super old head so I could just name drop, like, someone crazy. But, like, yo, that was actually, uh, back in my day, it was KRS-One and somebody else. I mean, <laughs> AZ and Nas shit. did it for a while, too, when they was on the, when they was on the firm. They did it really well, too, but then they fell out and stopped making music, so that shit happens. Um, continuing this more music shit, we talked about this last year. A lot of people selling their catalogs. I feel like now more of the big artists are selling their catalogs. 
Kanye's kind of tight because he's, his catalog's being shopped around I mean, he and he doesn't know about music. it. So, um, I mean, you know how that shit goes. That's like, uh, yo, that's like, let's say you sell your used car, right? Mm-hmm. And then you find out that it's, it's being different. sold again and you're like, yo, hold up. <laughs> that's my different. fucking, that was my used car. It's, it's a little different than that. Um, Kanye, you know, Kanye's just been, Kanye's just been in the news a lot lately and it's been over a lot of contract discrepancies with like Adidas and shit like that and all, and all that Adidas Gap and all that. So he I try, guess he's trying to make a deal with them. You peep that? He's like, "Yo, I'll give you twenty percent. Just let me, use, please, let me use your factory." Yeah, and he and he came out and said that like Sway was actually right in that interview. Out of all the uh, out of all the shit, and I'm like, nigga, of course you. That's what you've been trying to do the whole time. So he just been Le- telling you to do it for a while now. Legendary interview. For Facts. Real. That is a classic interview. It's, it's kind of like a full circle thing too. A full circle moment with that. I'm um, glad he came out and said it, even if it was just like a one-offish comment. He was like, you know what, Psh, my man's was right. I was wild in that day. <laughs> Facts. Um, Future also saw his uh his catalog, which I thought the price point from what he saw his catalog, I thought it was low, like seventy five, well, seventy five mil. He sold his catalog from two thousand four to two thousand and twelve. There's some really good shit in that. Twelve, he still has. So yeah, I thought that was a great deal for what his shit is worth because he's still making music. Two thousand and four. Am I off in that? That nigga was rapping in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was he? <laughs> that, that, I didn't, bro, the first future song that I heard was a Tony Montana record, and I remember me being in high school at that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his years active started in 2005. So All right, so if it's, if it's 2004, he got a fucking deal because you got at least eight years of no music after that. Bro, absolutely. Plus, like, the thing about this whole... Um, he probably did a lot of writing, or just like you know stuff. He did used to be with the dungeon, with the dungeon crew, the dungeon and, uh, family, dungeon yeah. family, yeah. So that that does make a little bit more sense. Maybe he's written on some uh, on some dungeon family shit, and he has percentages yeah. on that. Seventy five million now that you actually uh, put that in perspective is a pretty good deal because like he still has all the Drake music that he's put out after that. He still yeah. has. I would I would I'm say sure that March Madness is after his that. Biggest music comes after that. Damn, yeah, get a whole 70, bigger 75 deal. mil, that, he, that motherfucker got a sweet deal for some 2004 uh, raps that he wrote in, in, in a garage. Like, that's 75 mil is a good little deal for what he did. Yeah, I applaud anyone who makes 75 mil in one day. Like, let's go. Actually, it wasn't one day, because, you know, it took him his whole life to make that, but still. Oh, you one of those niggas. It took me my whole life to make my first album. You are one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> to my first life. And, and that is true, though. It, you yeah, have what, what do you what do you do if you saw someone wearing the the future uh, underwear? Future sells underwear. Yeah, he sells uh, boxer briefs on his merch website. They say pray for her on the waistband. That's weird, dog. You copying these? <laughs> no, I'm not copying those, dog. It's fifteen bucks. That's no, I, I bet you they don't even like feel good for fifteen dollars a pair. Yeah, a pair. Yeah, I, nah, I, I feel like that won't even, that that's not, that's not for me, dog. Like, I, I can't do that. That's a, weird, that that's a weird merch brand to have, like, fucking underwear? Yo, now that you mentioned that, I don't think I've ever seen someone wear future merch. Yeah, like, never. Like He doesn't, he doesn't strike me as a merch artist. We really need to get into some of the merch that these rappers be putting out. Like, because that push, that push, um... Oh, he's got a Palm Angels jacket. That's pretty oh. fire. Stop. Why are you going to lie? I mean, like, that's pretty fire. He, 
He's got his own. Like, it's clearly, like, the same <laughs> font and style with, like, yeah. the stripe and shit. But it just has free bands on it. That Push um, t-shirt that you sent me would be a hard-ass merch if you didn't put Rap Album of the Year in the biggest fucking font on the back. Listen, man, he had to make people know. I mean, I get it. Like, that's exactly what the merch is for. But I feel like merch is, is, is taking it to a different level recently. More than just, like, hey, let me just put my album cover on the front of it and, like, all this shit. Like, I feel like it's a little bit more, like, an actual clothing line now for certain, for certain artists. Girl, I, I'm surprised that your problem with the shirt is the back. The front is awful. <laughs> the front I thought was hard, dog. Like, I, I, me, I wouldn't rock it, but if I was a Push fan, like, I, I get it. Like That shit, that shit is terrifying. It's like a close-up <laughs> of his face. That's the point. Like, <laughs> he playing the villain role. That shit is hard. But that big-ass rap album of the year on the back makes that shit, like, mad weird, bro. Like... But that shit would be a creepy ass shirt to have on, like in a, like say you in a club and you, <laughs> you just see like it's, it looked like a, a like a legitimate like head looking at you. That shit was pretty hard. I hope that shit glows in the dark because that would be insane. That would be pretty dope though. That's not a bad idea. That would be pretty dope if 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 it like had a hue of like like a little like glow on it. Yo, how much you think the Yeezy shades are gonna cost? Kanye said they're gonna be twenty dollars. How much do you think they're gonna go for? They're getting put out by Gap, right? No, aren't they? No, I think I think that's like a Gap shade. Is it a Gap shade? Yeah, I think that's like a Gap thing. If I'm if All I'm right, not look, mistaken. I'm gonna join the wait list. Right now, so. If I had to guess, maybe like sixty-five. Listen, there was people in the. Um, in the comments of that post, and you know, you know me, I like to engage with, I like to touch the people sometimes, you know. Yeah. I like to step down from my man pedestal. Of the people. Yeah, I'm a man of the people. I kiss babies, I shake hands, shit like that. There was a couple comments saying, "Yo, when is Kanye ever stuck by a price point that he said?" Oh, never. <laughs> never, right? <laughs> never. They're like, so I saw one specifically. that said, "Yo, I'll give someone a hundred dollars if they're actually twenty dollars," and I was like. Pfft. I'll find you. $100 for them shades, I think a lot of women will pay for that. A lot of, I don't think a lot of dudes will pay for that. I don't, I don't, I'd be surprised if anybody paid for that. Nah, it's going to be a lot, it's a lot of, it's going to be a lot of women wearing those shades. Like, that's going to be a shade of the summer for sure. Like, you'll see that with bikini tops on yachts. You're going to see that, that, that 100%. Like, you're going to see that at brunch. Them shits look horrible, but, you know, there's a certain well, demographic that goes for that. What People we got to do to get you in a pair of those shades? However much they cost. If you buy them for me, I will wear them. I mean, we got an account, so that, Yo, that might have to, I might have to go DJ, to promo. We got to do, we got to rank some artist merchandise because I got to see what the DJ Khaled merch is looking like right now. I mean, bro, you know what that, 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 that literally looks like what I just talked about. He probably has... His face on a t-shirt, and that's just it. And, like, God did slides and stuff like that. Like, All right, listen. He has a shirt that says God did, right? Yeah. But the O is his face, and the I in did is, like, his finger going up. <laughs> See what I mean, dog? Like, that's, that's actually fire. I don't know about you. Bro, they, look, my point is, like, someone's getting paid for this merch. To create Khaled. this merch. Oh, yo, they got tie-dye, God did... They got a robe, eye mask. DJ Khaled's merch team is working overtime. Don't forget, Khaled was making crazy money off of merch when he was on when he was really on the Snapchat wave. Those uh, we yep. the best slides, 
was those those went triple platinum, bro. Those was going crazy, like those was if, like. DJ Khaled has a Funko Pop, brother. I mean, that that's not surprising to me, bro. He he, he has good rep- representation, so like, it's gonna happen. Oh look, yeah. I'm not mad at this though. Like, let me throw Khaled some bail. That God did uh, with the palm trees believed in us. The green, the forest green crew neck, like that's actually good fun and looks good, like good quality. Can't be mad at the man at that one. That God did one is crazy though. <laughs> nah, you saw what I was talking about. <laughs> that's crazy. Listen. That's crazy. I, I would agree with you. If he didn't have Gucci slides or the We The Best slides in 2016, like, you were a loser. No, those are, those are definitely, like, a very a very popular uh, staple in um, the hip-hop community, for sure. There were um, a lot of things, like, if you didn't have it, you were a loser. Look, man. I'm not going to call somebody a loser because right they didn't have a We The Best slides. So. <laughs> I, I am. I'm willing to take that stance. Khaled was just super popping at that time. Like, Khaled was getting, like, remember Khaled at that time was getting the sponsorships by, like, Avino and Dove and shit? Because, like, he was just saying, like, I, I wear nothing but Avino and Dove. Oh, yeah. Dude, the dude would spend, like, three hours, like, lotioning up, right? <laughs> Bro, on he, Snapchat. <laughs> nigga, was, nigga was showering in swim shorts with the, with the Dove, uh, Dove soap. Nah, what I up? used to know dudes that would uh, shower in the fucking, like, the, they'd have special shower trunks. Damn, Xavier, you are really on some wild shit, bro. Like, that's some Listen, real crazy man. shit. That's some crazy shit. If you shower him with pants on, that's some crazy shit. I don't think um, he's ever taken a shower. We're breaking that down. <laughs> yeah, this nigga gonna hate you. This nigga gonna hate you. What's the longest you've gone without showering? Real question. Real shit? Longest I've gone without showering? No bullshit. Probably, like, two days. Yeah, like, no bullshit. And it was, it was because you couldn't shower. Like, you weren't yeah. near a shower and shit. Yeah, like, like you two, weren't just being nasty. No, it had to be, like, maybe when I was a child in DR or something like that. And we was, like, getting, like... I don't particularly like to shower in, like, the rural areas in DR. Because, you know, the like... bucket. That shit is pretty creepy to me. So, like, I'm cool on that. Like, there's a lot of animals and shit that get into that. I'm cool. Like, if we go to the rural areas in DR and use the bathroom or nothing like that. Like, as I've gotten older... I can at least shower with it, but I'm still not using the bathroom in the outhouse, bro. That's not happening, dog. Like, <laughs> no, ain't no way. I don't like having my cock out where there's wildlife. Like, ain't no way, dog. Ain't <laughs> no way. About is not right. Ain't no way. Like, like I'm not one of you. I'm better. Okay. Yo, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> what? That's, that's some crazy shit. Um, so, yeah, I think that um, because Future is still making music... Because the artists that we've seen sell their catalogs, they're kind of, like, done. Like, they're done making music. They've retired. They just True. want a big payout. Except except um, The Dream. The Dream is making a bunch of... He still writes for a lot That's of That's true, yeah. Like, I, I just don't get the... I get the, the, like, amount of... The chunk of money that you get up front. You could do a lot with that if you, like, invest in it, do other things with it. Yeah, like the Dream sold million. his catalog for bullshit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, that's Beyonce records in there, dog. Like... I feel like they give him. I feel like they give him more a, a, a piece of the pie now. Like seventy five million for future from two thousand four to two thousand twelve. That's a that's a different that's a different circumstance than. I think the dream sold for like twenty five million. No, twenty three million in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. But he sold seventy five percent of his catalog though. But how how long though? Like that's what I'm saying. Like I think future shit is like a couple years. Like the dream. 
Like it's not forever. It's for some years, and they like. Oh, it's but, not forever. No, no, it's not forever. It's for like a couple years. Like if you're selling your catalog for twenty five million dollars and you got Beyonce records forever, you a dumbass. I think his shit was like a year or two or some shit like that. Listen, man, you could take whatever you want of mine for a year. I'm getting twenty three million for it. You feel me? Like it's a li- it's basically a licensing deal. It's the same shit the record labels do. They have your albums for a certain uh, specific. Uh, amount of time and after a little while you get it back it just so happens that the niggas in the 90s was getting they shit taken for like 20 years so they just now getting it back that's why you see the repackage shout out deals. Puff yeah <laughs> exactly Puff will never give you shit back that's, that's why you see and the he didn't pay for deal. it mm, facts um continuing <laughs> that's crazy. this crazy continuing this talking about uh push push has been teasing even more the clip shit I feel like the clip shit is really gonna happen now Bro, this man is never not teasing an album. 100%. He's good at it, though. Because, like, he knows, like, the perfect time in the frame where, like, I can't push my album anymore because my album is already considered to be the best album of the of the year or in the in the conversation of it. Yeah, but, he's got to leave it alone. Yeah, and then he put he puts out, like, uh, like, a clip where he's like, oh, I'm working on a new special, a new solo project and a special project. The special project, we've already said it. He's just tricking his brother into putting fucking uh, ver- putting verses down, and he's gonna get enough to make the clips out. That's it, dog. Like, listen, that's the Wu Tang method of getting the albums out. <laughs> I, I forgot. It. I forgot they did the fucking the fucking album that they sold for like ten million. Wu Tang like, yo, yeah. we never got a piece of that. <laughs> they were like, yo, I didn't even know that's what this was for. Niggas, niggas was recording the they were, they were mixing those vocals in like. I ran or something, so so Wu Tang was so so uh met the man and 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 your boy uh Tony Starks will pull up over the in the motherfucker. Don't they have like a whole documentary about like how they didn't get paid for that? I'm pretty sure they have a documentary about it that that goes into like that um that pharmaceutical guy that bought the album mm-hmm. and like that whole shit. I think that guy's in jail now, so there's that. He definitely is. Uh. Yo, shout out Silver Fangs, the ultimate scammer. Silver Fangs, who's that? He's the the C tier Wu Tang member that got all those verses and made the album. Oh yeah, that, I, I forgot is is the dude, but Versa was a part of it as well. Yeah, it was them too. Yeah. Silver Fangs. Silver Fang Wu-Tang. is a pretty dope name though. It's Silver Fang with a C. <laughs> That's a pretty dope name, though. I ain't gonna hold you. That's that's a that's a pretty dope name. Um, continuing this, uh, Questlove is executive producing a new Dilla doc. I, f- I feel like this is very past due. Like I feel like there should have been a Dilla doc a while ago. I'm sure some exist, but Isn't one that's actually done right. Dilla book as well. No, I, I, yeah, I'm not. Used a, a, a Dilla book came out this year. Damn, I gotta I gotta get that one. I would look great on the coffee table. I feel like Dilla is definitely in the underrated, um, the under, like the, like real hip hop heads know about Dilla, but I feel like with this people will like, you know, the, 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 the Dilla name will get out more. Like Dilla's, you know, like you're going to see him in murals in, in New York and all that shit and everything. But I feel like with this, you know, it's going to get his name out there a lot more than you're going to have a bunch of people being like, man, Dilla's like. Dilla was the best, the best producer of all time. He's got that charm where he's like your favorite producer's favorite producer type shit. Where like people who make music, they mm-hmm. look at Dilla and they're Facts. like, "Yeah, he was the insane one. Like he did some crazy shit that like 
the average person doesn't really have the knowledge to appreciate, you know? I also want to see, like, a lot of, like, Diddler's uh, in-house work. Like, I know a lot of people, like, there's only, like, certain amount of, like, videos that they have of, like, Diddler making beats and stuff like that. So I would like to see what, like, clips they insert and stuff, like, in this. Because, like, we have been getting a lot of better docs with, like, the Kanye doc, which is, like, super fire. Quest Love is really close to Dilla. Um, so, like, I this is the right person doing it. I just want to see how it, how it comes out. Because me even, like, me knowing Dilla and listening to Dilla's music and all his beat tapes and all that shit, like, which he has, like, thousands of, um, I would like to, like, figure out more shit about Dilla. Like, more shit, like, that he was into or something. Like, why, why should it be, like, oh, it was, I was, he was supposed to have Hova and Nas on the verse or some shit, and, like, oh, like, it just fell through. Like, that's some crazy shit. You're gonna find out that he was supposed to have, like, Ronald Reagan on a verse. That'd be wild. Um, I don't know why I said that, but... <laughs> that'd be uh, wild. I, when, did it say when the documentary's supposed to come out? No, like, I just think they said that the Quest Love is ep and it, and, like, I'm, sh- I'm sure if they're... If they're uh, divulging that information it should be out like within you know a couple years or some shit like it, it shouldn't be any I'm pretty sure this is gonna be the HBO Max yeah, I'm, I'm sure like, there's like uh, I don't think I've ever seen a video of him making a beat now yeah. that I think about it that's what I'm saying now like there's, like, there's very rare that. footage of like with all the producers that, that we see there's like for us there's mad footage of it Kanye mad footage of it. even though we saw a lot of Kanye footage that we've never seen before on that on that doc and and a lot of shit like that like with Dilla it's gonna be like a, a lot of people are like even in people in the, in the in the music industry are gonna see a different side or the only side of Dilla that, that they know of and it's gonna be like music driven and like I'm sure Dilla has a lot of things that he has influenced or people he has influenced and they're gonna have like direct correlations to that as well you ever see the video of um, Ninth Wonder talking about Jay Dilla? No. It's pretty funny. It reminds me a lot of the most deaf talking about MF Doom. It's like it's got that same energy where he's just like it's clearly like the biggest fan of dude and just talking about it. it was really cool. I hope they include shit like that. Um, speaking about it, that's a great intro. Atlanta, final season, two episodes out. Three, but I haven't seen the third. I haven't seen the third. Two episodes out that we've seen. What do you think? That first episode, episodes? man. I I was scared not going into it because no, you it, said it. You said like yo, I don't think this like I think this is gonna go out like bad. Because it had just come out like season three just came out and finished, and then like not even so much later because oh, they man. it was already done, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I just remembered what episode one was about. That was some wild shit, dog. Spoilers to whoever hasn't seen it before we get into it. Episode one was the lady in the wheelchair and the MF Doom tribute, wasn't it? Was or it? Was that two? That's two. What was one? If I'm not mistaken, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I might. No, no, yeah, that is one. Number two was the therapist one. Okay, number one, number one was. The, the doom, the blue blood, yeah, blue yeah, it's blue blood, blue blood. Okay, okay. So number one, it it was it, number one. It started off that it that it was like a little dated with like the George Floyd conversation they were having and how he was trying to bring back the uh the air fire to Target when they were getting fucking raided, which actually was like a pretty like Darius like point of he, view of looking he at He would things. be the person to yeah. try to return something during a yeah. looting. And then the fucking lady with the wheelchair that got sprayed with the with the 
with the fire exhaust and then like she you know that shit was around. real right yeah no that shit was real like but i'm saying they added on to of him like where her chasing him around the whole time no, nah, but you remember the video of the lady? Yeah, I remember the video of the lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 that's that, that's going to be engraved in my brain for forever, dog. Like, they really put a fire extinguisher on a lady who was like, no, you can't leave the store. You guys are stealing. Like, bro, what? Like, you don't see what's going on right now? Like, Bro, but, like, they really made that shit, like, a horror movie. Like, facts. everywhere he went, she that was, bitch just showed like, up. Yeah. <laughs> And it even was towards really, the very end, the very last scene is Shorty getting cut get, up. By the, getting the, well, did she get cut up? Bro, it ends with a stabbing noise. Oh, shit. I didn't. I, I must have like clicked out before that because like, I, I kind of figured that that was going to happen. But the underlining of the first episode of The Most Atlanta was a MF Doom tribute. Right. Which was, was one of awesome. the dopest shit. That was a, that, they did that shit perfectly. Perfectly. So basically, it's Darius... And Paperboy is stuck in traffic or whatever, so he um they they announced that Blue Blood died and which is MF Doom, and then they said like oh he's been dead for like months, and his family just put it out, and he was like you know they were talking about like oh, that was the best way, that is a classic way of him to go, and then they he hears a a record, and then he goes to the it's like a barbecue spot. And he was like zoo pie or whatever, and like it, it turned out to be a. It's just it's a scavenger. Right? It's a scavenger hunt. The guy plays a, the guy there plays an unreleased song, and from there he goes on and goes on and goes on, and like uh, at the end it's his uh, his, funeral. his funeral with his significant other there, and she was like only like five people showed up. Like I feel like he gave his life to like you know creating things in a different way. And, like, people didn't really, you know, um, appreciate it as as much. Like, as much as work that he put in, she didn't feel like he got the acclaim for it. Whereas I kind of feel with Doom a little bit, but I feel like Doom, like, I feel like people regard Doom, like, very highly. He's not, like, you know, the popularity of a Drake or a Hove or something like that. But Doom is, like, the high regards when it comes to rap just in general. But I did, get, I did understand what they meant with, like how he did things like i could easily see like doom being the person that was like i'm gonna put like so much creativity in here and eventually some people will get it so like that five people who went like you know that shit was kind of like sad when you actually think about it with doom and stuff like that um but it was it, that, that shit was really dope and then they had the earl sweatshirt doing basically the doom his doom impression yeah over songs. he rapped the songs and shit like that that shit was i really thought was dope, dope. yeah because yeah. Earl's always loves uh, Doom. I thought it was a really good tribute, like one that wasn't wasn't corny at all. But Facts. like the fans, the fans who pick it up, like you'll get it. It was awesome. I picked it up right away when he put it. When they put the song on, they're like blue, but they explained. I was like, hold on, hold on, is that Earl? And I was like, yo, is this shit supposed to be about Doom? Because then, then when it started to get closer and closer to the shit, and I'm like Zupai and shit like that, that like that seems like a very Doom thing. And I wouldn't, and, and I wouldn't doubt that Earl and um. And Charles Gambino put that shit together from like some verse that Doom has on like fucking Z Lover I mean, X shit. Like you never, you never too fly to the. Don't be the new guy, the one who's too fly to eat shoe pie. Yeah, so the, Zoom, I, yeah, I, I know I heard like some kind of a reference yeah. of that uh, before, but they actually put out the record. We just figured out they put out the record before. We started recording. They put out the the Earl like. Doom I'm genuinely gonna record. listen to it and be like, yeah. damn. I'm gonna find it. 
Yeah, no, that was pretty dope. Like the whole thing they did, like that's a very Doom thing to do. Like they did shit. Like the way they did shit, you can tell that he was an act. They were both an actual fan. Like I can easily see a Doom scavenger hunt happening. Like even in the time frame that they recorded that, I was like, hold on, did Doom get in touch with these niggas and they did a scavenger hunt like for real? And like they just put it in the show and seeing if anybody's gonna actually like you know look for shit. Like that'd be a very Doom thing to do. I'm about to go back and start listening to old Doom shit so I can pick something up. Facts. Um, that, but that, that that by far, I feel like I say this every season for Atlanta, that by far, just of, of what it stood for and like what Doom like means to us in this podcast for sure, I thought that, that's like a top five Atlanta yeah. episode Plus, for like, sure. Even if you don't know who MF Doom is, that's still a great episode great because episode. it's fucking funny. It's got like the, the storyline about... Earn and Van being stuck in, in Atlantic mall. Station. Yeah. That shit's also funny as fuck. But it took that like that Atlanta dark surrealist turn. like yeah. dark turn where it's like, mm-hmm. yo, they're stuck there, you know. Yeah. Oh, like okay, so I d- I didn't go to Reddit or anything like that to like search up the what the, like what people think this episode means. But it'd be sometimes when Atlanta, I'm like, I don't get this. Like I don't get <laughs> the the being stuck in the mall thing in. And you just see, keep seeing old people. Like, to me, like, like I'm like, is this, like, some therapy shit? Like, you just saying, like, you feel like you're stuck in the same circle? Like. I think it's or, just. Or it's niggas overthinking it. Like, you feel me? I think it's people overthinking it. Because I think yeah. it's just, it's a funny thing. Where, like, you go somewhere, you run into everyone, and it's like, oh, shit, everything's exactly the same. Because, but think about it, when's but the last time changed. you went to, like, the local mall? Oh, no, no, no. I was just yeah, going to have this conversation. Like I specifically don't go to that local mall because I don't want to see some people that I know for sure you would see going to that mall because, like, I'm not that anymore, and I don't want to see you that, and I don't want to be introduced. Like, you feel me? Like, I don't want to have to There's people at the T-Mobile that know me by name, and I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, like, I'm cool. Like, I went to that mall recently to get, like, some, some like, really quick shit like that I know they would have in that mall. But in a store that's mostly outside, like in the new area. And I'm like, man, I hope I don't want to nobody in here. Like, I, I just don't even want to have this conversation. So I do get that aspect of it, if that's what they meant. But I feel like Atlanta always, like, tries to have a deeper meaning. I will say that they started this season off a lot lighter than last season. Oh, f- last season was the fucking uh, reparations opener, wasn't it? it was no, right, no, right? it was the... It was the story about the foster kid. That's what it was. And the reparation yeah. was ne- was next. Listen, man. That's I, some I dark shit. I think that uh, the episode, season four, episode one, is like a great tone setter for what the rest of the season should be like, hopefully. Mm-hmm. If now. they follow that level of quality, then I'm not going to have anything to complain about, really. If they follow that level of quality, they might have ended off this season with like one of the better seasons of any show. If they ended off like that, because we always All said, right, the, buddy, take it easy." We've always said the last season of the shows are pretty ass, and especially the last episode. So I'm, that's what I'm looking forward like to. Like that, that lets me know if you're gonna engrave yourself in like top five, like TV shows. We gotta see where Paw Patrol ends up. Listen, Paw Patrol ain't never dying. Like gonna, that shit gonna have more episodes than One Piece. Um, How many conti- seasons about there? It, way more than you think. There's nine. I thought there was like four. I thought that was like 40, so a lot less than I thought. Um, continuing this, episode two, The Homeless Little Horse. A.B. Dash's favorite episode because he's a, he's a level of petty like that. I did not see that turn. I did not see that coming <laughs> at all. Even when, like, turn. um, bro, Still I didn't spoiler, see it the because they made it so that 
Anyone who says they guessed it, I don't believe you. Yeah, no, I don't either. Because I, I found the... I didn't even think about thinking about how the two stories connect. Because mm-hmm. I took Ern's therapy session as just, like, really serious. Like, Facts. They took some shit about the show and his character that doesn't get talked about at all much. Like, mm-hmm. the real reason why he dropped out. Like, his his actual, like, trauma in his life and shit like that. Yeah. And then to just tie it into, like, him being mad at the fucking TSA employee for being racist and then ruining her life. I'm like, bro, I did not see that shit coming. The TSA employee? That's the same girl that got kicked out of school, dog. No, no, no. That's the bitch who, um, when he went to go to the place at the school. She was, she was, um, RA, dog. Nah, li- no, bro. She was the person at the airport that was giving him a hard time about the passport. Oh, I thought this whole time it was the bitch that, that when he went to school with that got him kicked out of school. Nah, nah, nah. It was the one who made him miss the flight. You because sure? Because she, she, she said she quit her job at the airport. That's crazy. I thought I thought I thought the girl was just a TSA agent. Nah, because the the TSA, I mean the girl who worked at um the girl who was a RA, her name is Sasha. This girl's mm-hmm. name is um not Sasha, it's like something else. Okay, so yeah, I definitely mistook that completely. That's even way more petty if it's just if it's just a, a fucking if it, if it's just that he did it for that. I'm now that shit really fucked me up now cuz like I thought it was for sure about the the girl. Wait, I think you, you might be right. You feel me? You feel me? Like it don't it it wouldn't make as much sense if it was the TSA agent. It was the girl that got him kicked out of school, and she was a TSA agent. And he got and then she quit her job. He got her to quit her job because he was he got her the age the fake agent the actor. And then she was she was a book writer an inspired book writer. Yo, her and, book fucking sucked. Yeah, that book definitely sucked. Those kids were those kids definitely deserved to like boo that bitch. But that's some really like, cause I remember at the end, Paperboy and um and Darius are like, yo, you still like on that? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Listen, bro, she ruined his trip. What can you, what can we say? She ruined his life. What you mean? <laughs> now I, I don't think that's the RA. I think that's just the chick who I works at the airport. I'm pretty There's sure it's no the way. RA, dog. I'm pretty sure. But um, let's just say it is the yeah, RA. Yeah, yeah. It's because her name is her name is Lisa, and then yeah. the RA's name is Sasha. They are different people. Oh, they are different people. Then all right, cool. Then I then yeah. I mis I, I mistook that to do that to a TSA agent is fucking <laughs> crazy, dog. Listen, bro, just take the passport. I don't know what the big fucking deal is. She was also, tripping. obviously, yeah, like, bro, I've never had somebody say like, this passport is too. Fucked up to travel. It's too like, used. What? Like what? On a domestic like, flight. Yeah, like, <laughs> Even what? the therapist was like, on a domestic flight. You know, you know who really lost out on this? That fucking therapist. He thought that he, that uh, Ern was gonna be there for a lot longer. Got this motherfucker a pillow for the floor because Ern likes to be on the floor. And that same that same session, he said like, "Yo, I don't think I want to be here anymore. I think I'm good." And he does this shit to the TSA lady. And then he takes the fucking pillow. Like, yeah, I know it was a gift, but like, it's one of those gifts where you're not supposed to really take it. Yeah, it's, you're supposed to use it in the vicinity that we're using it in. Like, you feel me? Like, but that he gotta episode, go back. He was making breakthroughs in there. That episode was definitely on some super like sociopath level type shit. Nah, I fuck with it because that's real comedy because it subverts your expectations. <laughs> like, I don't know where that shit was going. Me but, either, like, dog. 
Me either. It was fucking like, great. When they cut to the end of that shit, and it was like all these motherfuckers like got a Buffalo Wild Wings watching that shit on all the fucking cameras and stuff. That yeah. shit was crazy, dog. You know, I thought it was like, when I saw Tracy as the fucking book agent being like Me the, too. the assistant, I should have figured something was up. I just thought to myself, oh, he doing any job he could get. Like, he Me just too. Working. I, was, I was like, oh, this, this boy working for uh, a, a publishing agency. Like, that's cool. Like, all right, cool. Like, you know, he's his normal self. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then, you know, what's really funny at the end, he was like, you next. Like, <laughs> after he did that car shit, <laughs> so he's like, you next. But that's some really, like, Putin level destroying shit right there. Like you, now that he has some money and it has some power, now this nigga like, I'm gonna ruin everybody's life and fuck me over. I respect it, honestly. <laughs> I <Some>, guess, <laughs> bro, you because I was kind of mad at the episode because it kind of bit off me because I have said time and time again that I am powered by like spite and shit and yeah. hate. I don't think you're the only person that feels that way, but all right. <laughs> yeah, but no one's put it into words like I have. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, finished. Insecure didn't like the last season. Bro, how did you not like the last season? It's the same as all the other seasons. The the last season just felt like, you know, like... They were wrapping shit up. Yeah, like, we're out of here. Like, are you going to be with, with this nigga or not? Like, you fucking with the Bible the Bible cuz or what? Like, that, like you feel Bro, me? Like, the last, like, 15 minutes where it's just like a time skip sequence exactly. uh, montage. Yeah. God awful. I don't we, ever want to see uh, Issa, Lawrence, and the baby <laughs> baking together. That 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 shit ended off like a BT movie, dog. Like, you know when they start off the movies and they're like, let me explain to you how I got here. Yo, be honest. Did, did wifey like it more? No. No? She no. wasn't into it? No, no. She wasn't. Like, look, look, look what we're talking about, dog. Like, it, <laughs> There's a reason why we together, dog. <laughs> not watching that shit. <laughs> yeah, we, bro. When we saw that montage shit, we like, yeah, we can skip this. Like, we immediately went into like, what new show we're we gonna watch? And the new show that we've stumbled upon on um, is a show that is very popular. And once again, we watch it late. Abbott Elementary, pretty fucking good show. Like for what yeah. it is, it's a really good show. Amazing, great show. I would yeah. say. I would say it's like one of those. I think uh, when I was watching it and. You weren't watching it yet. I told you that it was just one of those shows that's like... It's an easy watch. It's an easy watch, and it's good. Like, yeah. It's, it's, done it's not really going to well. make you laugh out loud, laugh but it, it all makes, the time. It makes like you laugh on but the it's inside. it's good. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's not, like... It's not going to be... The only the only one part that made me fucking die laughing is when they were like, yo, who's going to be the sub? Because we, we didn't watch all of it yet. We're like still like in the, the first couple episodes. Um... Where they're like, who's going to be the sub until this teacher, you know, because the teacher got fired for kicking the kid. And yeah. she's like, who's, who's going to be the sub for the teacher? And they were like, oh, like, whatever, Clarence. And then he's like, the janitor? And he was, <laughs> and then he wrote on the chalk, he, he wrote Illuminati. He's like, kids, this is who runs the world. That shit made me laugh for real, dog. That shit made me laugh for real. But that show is very much like, like... I know that they're doing the, the mockumentary style, and I don't want to compare yeah. it to The Office, but it's very much like The Office because that's just the point of reference that we have for like mockumentaries that are like are actually popular. It, and it, it's wholesome without being corny. Exactly. It, it's it, it's ABC, like there's no cussing on it or anything like that, but it's not corny. Like Bro, that, that's the best. They thing get around the no cussing though. They Facts. have a lot of shit that's like this <laughs> is pretty fucking different. Yeah. Like the Zach Fox, like no drugs. Have you gotten to that yet? I don't think I've gotten to that part yet. I've got 
I think what we ended off with was where uh, the dude from Everybody Hates Chris is about to bag the, the student's mom. And she's like, you're doing a great job. All that respect. <laughs> respect to Miss Howard, too. Miss Howard is a lot of teachers that I've had in my community growing up. And those were the best teachers. The strict ones. The older ladies? Yeah. The older yeah. ladies that were strict, but like not strict in like a bitchy way, but strict in like a wisdom way. Like, shout out to Miss Warren, one of my favorite teachers I've ever had, my seventh grade math teacher. She was, like, those, the best. Those are the I've best had. teachers because they, they know that, like, oh, you're not bad just because you're bad. Yeah. You know, it's just, just like, I get it. Yeah, you feel me? Like, that's exactly what it is. And like, shout out to those teachers like that because I've had a few teachers like that in my life. And, the, like, those teachers are the teachers that really make the impact, not the teachers that tell you, like, yo, you're not going to be anything. And not like nah. the rappers are saying, like, teachers told them they're not going to be anything. Like, they really said they're not going to be there, anything. There's, there's an episode where, um, Shorty's boyfriend is like a chaperone on a field trip to the zoo. Yeah. That one's great, man. I haven't watched that one yet, but I I can see where that one goes. The kids in the show actually act really well, too. Like, you know, like, they are children, but, you know, they're they're playing children on a show. So like the the acting of the kids, the the kids are really like good. Like they're 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 pretty funny. The kids are pretty funny. They're no Macaulay Culkin, but right. the kids the kids are pretty funny on that show. The they kids are great, do, yeah. yeah. The kids do some funny shit on there. That, Bro, that's this is the first show in a while to have um, a twenty-two episode season for season two. Damn, that's, season I mean, one did so fire that they're like, all right, yeah. we need. Like, Didn't that shit win an Emmy? Of these, yeah, I just won an Emmy. All right, then yeah, like yeah, we we know we know what time it is, dog. Like that that's just that's just great shit. Like that's it. That's just great shit. Um, I think. We, that that's a that's a really good. I think we're okay. Way to, yeah, to end that shit off. Then I talk season twenty episode nine. We out. Stiggity. Peace.